The following programme will argue that the public should be prevented from asking impertinent questions that are no business of theirs, and it would be better off if we all put our faith in self-regulated corporate responsibility. Thank you. We can't let you broadcast that. So I looked my list of songs up, because I was beginning to tire. I said, well, here's a good one, a song called Strike the Liar. They said, strike the liar, what on earth do you think you're at? With thousands of barristers listening in, we can't let you broadcast that. Merry England is a place. A place where the public are served a news diet of frivolity and salaciousness. The mainstream media take the view that your average worker is bored rigid with stories involving corporate indiscretions. And furthermore, we can't have just any Tom, Dick or Harry repeating allegations without fully understanding all of the relevant facts. Quite often, Corporate cases are far too complicated to secure a conviction. That is presuming that they are guilty, which they are not. That is to say, they are not guilty. Not, not not guilty. Listen to me. Arcadia is populated by the innocent. Freedom has responsibility, and responsibility is best left to those with, uh, how shall I put it, a modicum of taste? Vanessa Felch of BBC Radio London has a popular radio show where she sifts through articles in the gutter press, administers pastoral care, and invites her adoring listeners to contribute by phoning in. Reactionary, morally indignant callers are most welcome. Cleanliness and discretion is assured and expected. Meet me at the car park on the Leatherhead Road, just before the M25 turn-off. This is BBC London 94.9. I shout at the radio at other people's comments. Somebody says, are you really disagree with it? London's liveliest, engaging and unmissable phoning with Vanessa Feltz. It's got so much for everybody. Vanessa Feltz, Monday to Saturday. Freedom gets a spanking. What price morality? Mosley Victory will keep adultery secret. Just some of this morning's headlines following Mr. Justice Eder's historic ruling that Formula One boss Max Mosley's sadomasochistic spanking and bondage orgy with five prostitutes was a strictly private matter. The News of the World was deemed by Judge Eder to have intruded on Mosley's personal privacy. They'll pay him £60,000 compensation. But where does that leave us? Well, the ruling may prevent the press investigating sexual misconduct by public figures. Scandals that would be smothered include David Meller's affair with Antonio de Sancha, Deputy Prime Minister John Prescott's affair with Tracy Temple, David Blunkett's affair with Kimberly Quinn, and Geoffrey Archer's assorted skirmishes. And I'm asking, is that the death knell for the freedom of the British press? Let's go to Philip in Wandsworth. Hello, Philip. Morning. Hi. I think it's a bit rich for hacks lamenting the death of uh, the freedom of the press (laughs) when they don't really cover the stories that are of real significance. Mm -hmm. But what about the other story then? 
The other story is uh, Morgan Stanley, a short-selling Halifax Bank of Scotland. Do you know that one? No, and I, I better be careful well, in case... Okay, in case... well, uh, well what, what basically happened is this, that they I, I, were I don't, I don't, no, I tell you, Philip, thank you. I'm gonna, no, I'm going to stop the call because I'm not asking for stories about Morgan Stanley. It's not what we're talking about, and I can't verify it. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, I confess utter ignorance here. And just in case, Philip might be saying something that he's not meant to say, I'm going to stop him. And if the ignorance is mine, then I apologise. I take full responsibility for it, but I can't have him maligning anybody without my knowing whether he's doing the right thing or not. So I apologise to him if I'm wrong and you if I'm shortchanging you, but I'm trying to do the responsible thing here. I don't want him maligning anybody without my knowing whether uh, he's, he's right or wrong in so doing. My ignorance. Um... The Thunderers are up in arms, banging the drum, championing the cause of truth and frothing at the mouth with moral indignation. A man who goes to a decent tailor has tired of the heights and has chosen to explore the depths of deviancy, and a High Court judge has now declared that the mob will be no longer privy to a gentleman's private life. So, we must content ourselves with the petty squabbles of the proletariat. What a shame that a programme such as this gets hijacked by a malicious malcontent who uses this as a platform to make tangential remarks about some jolly decent people, actually. People like Morgan Stanley. If I recall, BBC financial reporter Robert Preston wrote on his blog, I am persuaded that neither Morgan Stanley nor Dresner, which also shorted Halifax Bank of Scotland, broke the rules. But if you or I had known what Morgan Stanley knew and had shorted Halifax Bank of Scotland on Friday, we would probably be prosecuted for alleged insider trading. That sounds very reasonable. Of course there's a presumption of innocence. These corporations enjoy superior rights a tradition that has been established through years of dependable trading which is eons away from what one might expect from people like that nasty oik who phoned in. There will always be a section of belligerent individuals in a free democratic society. They'll only be content if they have the excuse of spoiling other people's fun. Fun that has been instilled in the masses' minds by companies that specialise in that sort of thing. If everybody gets on beautifully in perfect harmony and we're all drinking Coca-Cola and singing, we like to teach the world to sing. I'd like to teach yeah, the right. world to sing in perfect harmony. That's why I said it, in the interest of accuracy, my love. But you can go and pick all day long, you know, everything. But you'd be wrong. If you picked a bone with me, you wouldn't get anywhere at all. I was right to say Coca-Cola. I chose it purposely because it illustrated my point. If we lived in that kind of idyllic world, we wouldn't need Trev and we wouldn't need comments like this. And we wouldn't need anyone at all to say, hang on a minute, have we ever shown a black person eating cereal? Why haven't we? Okay. I mean, if everybody gets on beautifully in perfect harmony and we're all drinking Coca-Cola and singing, we like to teach the world to sing. Hey, let's. I mean, someone has to take that decision. Someone but has to say, know. someone has to say, listen, the status quo is one thing. Now we're going to change it. If nobody questions it, nobody rattles anybody's cages, nobody's going to do it. And it's
A global force in the marketplace faces persistent yet strenuously denied allegations concerning safety of workers, protests over pollution and depletion of water supplies, child labour and controversial neuromarketing. That company is Coca-Cola. Philip's on the line from Wandsworth. Morning, Philip. Hello, Anne. There's a couple of uh, comments I'd like to reply to. Uh, Mm. First of all, the quote by uh, David Cameron and uh, personal responsibility. He also goes on about corporate responsibility as well and has said, uh, who better than Coca-Cola to bring aid to sub-Saharan Africa? Now, anybody who knows anything about the Coca-Cola company knows yeah. that... Let, uh, now, let's be very careful here. I don't want to know. So it was a subject of a BBC... Oh, yeah. sorry, of a Channel 4 programme. Okay, it might well have been, but I haven't got a lawyer sitting next to me, so be very careful what you say about... But you know, okay, generalise okay. it, generalise okay, it. Talk okay, about I will generalise it, because Vanessa Phelps said that Coca-Cola was uh, an idyllic world. A lot of people have a problem with that as well. The fruit and veg man said... Now, the man who said the fruit and veg comment yeah. said... Uh, he said, why don't they just look at that, themselves um, in the mirror? Yeah but, yeah, but people who are selling fruit and veg aren't up against multi-billion pound ad campaigns involving psychological, controversial psychological manipulation. Is that what you believe is going on? Yes, yeah, without a doubt. You, you associate certain things. You saw that Jamie Oliver programme where he's with uh, little kids in primary school. Yes. Can see an, a letter M, and their uh, uh, hands all raised. Yeah, they all knew the golden arches. You know, going absolutely mad. Oh, oh, let me just ask you this then, Philip: If we could put enough, uh, the same amount of money to market an apple that we did to market a Mars bar, do you believe kids would actually see you'll the need, same amount? You'll of need money? you'll need two point four billion dollars to do that. That's yeah, a lot of money, isn't it? Yeah. If you if you think of uh, a stretch of houses, say five houses being, you know, uh, whatever they are, average it out. And then, and then calculate what that is by times 500, say. That will give you the idea of the scale in which we're up against. OK, but we do all have... I mean, we're all fairly intelligent. We know an apple is better for us than a Mars bar, and yet we still, an awful lot of us, the majority of us, it would appear, choose the Mars bar. So why well, do... no, it's Coca-Cola as well. People, people yeah. associate that Coca-Cola tasting better, but they don't say that there's uh, six or eight spoons of sugar in it, mm. which is causing obesity. But they want to grab them young and keep them drinking and associating that with uh, some uh, fetishistic pleasure. Yeah, and, and we've got to, we've become a society where it's a treat. It seemed to be a treat to go out to a junk food outlet and feed ourselves with questionable produce. Um, well, yeah, that's no, seen the, as a treat, the, the, isn't it? But is it, is it because the advertising is telling us that it's a treat? Is that what you're saying? The advertising is propaganda. They are actually um, getting us away from discussing, as you say. Got to be careful about what I say about Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah. Because if I do, then what? If I tell the truth about them, then what, what, what's the matter with that? Well, I'll Why tell you what the matter is. Why can't we have this discussion on the airway? Well, it's very difficult to, because you are up against multi-million pound industries who have lawyers, and the, that's the problem, they will say. And, of course, that, it's very, it's very difficult to prove or disprove. To say, it's, it's not well, it liable to say. say. 
Well, it's not libelous it's to not say, libelous that, to say it's that, got sugar that, in it. That people uh, involved in Coca-Cola bottling plants have murdered trade unions. Ah, 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 no, come on, come on, come on. No, no, no. Uh, I'm, no, no, no I'm sorry. I'm not going to allow you to say... Oh, it's such a shame because you've got some good points, you see. We are up against multi-million pound industries um, which have their own agenda. And, of course, governments are very, very frightened to do anything about it. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's also said, isn't it, that in America, where they subsidised farmers to grow too much corn for so many years, they end up with too much corn syrup, so they put it in their soda um, and, that, and, and educate a whole generation of young people to drink sodas, and that's what they do in America. And, you could, and corn syrup is incredibly fattening and actually bad for you. It's actually worse for you than the sort of sugar we put in our drinks. So, I mean, they've allowed... They, 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 oh, anyway, it goes on and on. But basically, yes, we are up against multi-million dollar and multi-million pound corporations who will stop you having the debate in those sort of terms um, because uh, look what happened to Oprah Winfrey do you remember she said something about McDonald's and they took her to court now Oprah Winfrey is one of the richest and most influential people in the world certainly in the United States and they took her to court about what she said on air so we have got to be careful because we don't want to bankrupt the BBC basically because it would stop the rest of free debate wouldn't it so um, if you've got any good points to make on this I'd love to hear from you but we are going to have to be very careful about you not actually slagging off any particular company am I allowed to say that word? I don't know. Anyway, I said it now. So do apologise if uh, I used the wrong colloquialism there. Um, <clears> 020 722 You better do the talking. Mm-hmm. I'll give assistance. I hope I'm not intruding. I've got something to say. 